light the tower. Your daily look around the world of sports with Hall of Fame broadcaster and voice of the Texas Longhorns, Craig Way, and Horns 24-7 insider, Jeff Howe, on your live, local, and independent home for sports talk in Austin, The Horn. Number two of Light the Tower on the Horn. Live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Jeff Howe, Ty Henderson, Craig Wade not here. Craig is on his way to Morgantown. Texas men taking on West Virginia on the road tomorrow. 4.30 pregame, 5 o'clock tip. You can hear that here on the Horn and across the Austin Radio Network. And then Craig will be on the call Sunday in Waco for the Texas women taking on Baylor. That is a 4.30 pregame. I'm sorry, 3.30 pregame, 4 o'clock tip. That's going to be on 105.3, the bat, your home for Texas women's basketball. All right, we'll get to the Specs text line, uh, get to talk some NFL playoffs before we get back into talking a little Longhorn football. Can't talk enough Longhorn football, but we got to have a little hobby Friday right now. Uh, Tyronius, you want to you want to rip first or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. All right. We got some prestige football. Pick these up at HEB. And you know what was great about these, Ty? They were marked like. 14 bucks. I was like, okay, that's a little. Now they rang up at like 6.98. So I was like, sweet. It's a win for me. There we go. Yeah. I never thought I'd say this, but we're looking for Brock Purdy. Perhaps Kenny Pickett. Should I just go through the. Yeah, yeah. Run it down. What do you got? We got base Carson Palmer, Rashad Bateman, Zach Martin, Jim Kelly. Nice. Jared Goff, Robert Quinn, Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford. Flip it around here. Mike Isecki. Patrick Mahomes, Mac Jones. Mahomes is not bad. Rashawn Slater, Davis Mills, Josh Jacobs. All these second-year cards. Trey Lance. Some more second-year stuff. Xavier McKinney, Boston Scott, Antonio Gibson. More second-year. Good Lord. Usually the rookies are at the back, though, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Sterling Shepard. All right, here we go. Uh, you, had the, you had the rookies? We got a Jaquan Brisker rookie. Okay. In the college uniform, Penn State. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zion Johnson, rookie. Okay. Jamison Williams, rookie. That's a nice, this is a decent hit. Travis Jones, defense tackle for Baltimore, rookie. Ooh, here's a little variance here. Think? Andrew Thomas. That's not a rookie, though. No. Second year. Drake Jackson, rookie. Okay. Mike Evans, prestigious. Tom Tom Brady, any given Sunday with the uh, the, the score against the Falcons. On there. Okay. It's a pretty cool card. Um, Roquan Smith and a living legend, Randall Cunningham. It's a pretty cool card. You know, I, I hate the Eagles. I love me some Randall Cunningham, though. Back in the day, QB Eagles on Tecmo Super Bowl was unstoppable. I will uh, motor on through the base cards here. I don't want to bore anybody. I'll check out the base cards. Let's see if I got anything. I don't see any parallels. Nothing numbered. Okay. We'll get back to the Specs text line here in just a minute. Yeah, this is all going to be veteran base. All right, here we go. We got some rookies. We got Isaiah Likely, Sauce Gardner. That's a good one. Desmond Ritter, Devontae Wyatt. What's that? That's some kind of Marcus Mariota parallel. Got a Brees Hall 
extra points parallel looking thing. Okay. Highlight reel, Mark Andrews. Prestigious Levante David. Uh, any given Sunday, James Harrison. And I got the same Randall Cunningham card you got. So huh. there you go. All right. Not terrible. Not terrible. Think You think we got our seven bucks worth on that, Ty? If you, if you listed every one of these cards <laughs> in eBay, I bet we can make a little bit of money. <laughs> All right, so there it is. Uh, some people wanted us to bring back Hobby Friday. Probably, uh, probably my best is going to be that Brees Hall sunburst right there. Yeah. So I'll pull that up for everybody to see on Twitch right there. Didn't get any of the quarterbacks. Man, I didn't think. In if you looked at Brock Purdy pricing, Ty, we'll talk some NFL playoffs right here because there's no other where we don't know the place we can get it in. Uh, you are you amazed at like Brock Purdy pricing? How insane it's gotten. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've seen, we kind of saw that with like Bailey Zappi earlier in the year when he got that one or two starts. He got midseason when you sold that Bailey Zappi yeah, card for like fifteen hundred bucks. Well, I, I got it after they were worth more before that. Um, oh, did you but, really? But yeah, I mean, I, when I try to explain it to someone, like the whole hobby, if you're trying to sell or buy, it's kind of like the stock market. Um, Pretty much, where yeah. if a guy's having a big Sunday, you could hop on eBay and see people listing cards for way above what they're valued just because. You know, that's the that's the way I do it. If I see a guy's falling out, maybe he's a rookie, I'm like, oh, let's just look him up on eBay and see what his cards are looking like. And almost always people are taking advantage of that on there. Question says, Jeff, how do y'all decide who gets which cards? Ty's f- f- uh, free to keep whatever he opened. And I don't know, Ty, you want to keep them? You want to leave them here for somebody else? Whatever you want to do with them, it doesn't matter to me. I'll, I'll add them. I'll add them to my collection. Okay, good good stuff. Uh, I might check out that Brees Hall Sunburst, see what that's going for. It's uh Nice little hit right there. All right, Ty, uh, let's talk some NFL plays. Ty, can you give me some NFL films, music, or something? I just don't want to talk over dead air. Sorry, we're doing this on yeah, the fly. Give me one second. Yeah, I, don't, I don't really care what it is. Just something where I feel like I could hear John Facenda's voice in the background. It'd be nice. There, here we go. Let's talk some NFL playoffs, Ty. Uh, Jaguars at the Chiefs. It's going to be a 3-30 game on Saturday, tomorrow, on NBC. Ty, do you give the Jags any chance? I think their luck has run out at this point. You know, arrested uh, Kansas City Chiefs team. Andy Reid, his his record against or his record coming off bye weeks is insane, um, especially in the playoffs. I, I don't see any way I, they don't lose by more than. Do you hear what what, two uh, scores? what Trevor Lawrence said earlier this week? Somebody asked him about the noise at Arrowhead. He's like, "Oh, I think." Uh, I don't think it's going to be that much louder than Jacksonville. Well, they are playing on Saturday, and Trevor Lawrence has never lost on a Saturday. <laughs> So there True. might be some magic to that. True, but yeah, I I like the uh, like the Chiefs in that one. If you're if you're a Longhorn fan though, you probably want the Jaguars to lose because if indeed Chris Jackson is Steve Sarkeesian's pick for wide receivers coach, you'd like to get that thing wrapped up sooner rather than later. So earlier the Jags are out of the playoffs, probably the quicker we come to a, res- a resolution on the wide receiver coaching hire. Uh, so that's Jags at Chiefs. The night game is on Fox. Oh, man. I have to root for somebody here. Giants at the Eagles. Ty. I like this matchup. It's a seven-and-a-half spread in favor of the Eagles right now, but I, this Giants team, they're playing their best football. Um, last week, probably the best game they played all year. Uh, they got Saquon back fully healthy. I think he'll get at least 25 to 27 touches in this game. I could see it coming down to a field goal, but I'll, I'm – I picked the Giants on B&E, so I'm going to stick with it to actually friend, win friend, this game. Friend of the show, Marcus Johnson, member of the New York football Giants. And I don't know. I, I don't. I still don't know that I completely trust Jalen Hurts. I don't at all. 
which I mean that's probably more me being a Cowboy fan than anything else. But I just I haven't seen him have to win a game this year. I mean, as a Cowboys fan, as somebody who's grown up following the Texas football program, Jalen Hurts played for OU and the Eagles. So and the Aggies, or I oh, know Alabama. It was Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, think Cal Murray. Plus, Jalen Hurts gave me one of the worst recruiting interviews I've I've ever had. If I told, I don't think I've told that story in the air. Was he smug? No, it was a seven-on-seven tournament, and every every question I asked him pretty much was, well, you'd have to ask my dad about that. Well, you'd have to ask my dad about that. I'm like, what am I even doing here? I'm just going to wrap this up and go do something else. So, yeah, it is what it is. But I don't know that I completely trust Jalen Hurts. I would love to see the Cowboys beat the Eagles, though, in an NFC championship game. So, I'll end up rooting for somebody. Yes, Texer, Colin Johnson is a member of the New York Giants, but he's on injured reserve. Uh, Sunday. Let's go to the Sunday games. Hey, give me some more NFL films music. What are we doing back there? What we got going on? Ah, there we go. It's NFL films, Fox, whatever. Uh, the CBS game. Ty, are you, are you a big fan of the Tony Romo, Jim Nance combination? Yeah, I like it. I mean, it's gotten a little, it's not as popular as it was a few years ago. In the interest of full disclosure, I am a Paramount employee. Um, not my favorite broadcast team. Really? What, what rubs you the wrong way with them? I don't know. The way Romo just every time he asks Nance a question just has to say, you know, Jim, you know what I think, Jim? Well, when you look at it, Jim, here it is, Jim. Like You don't like the noises yes, he makes? we know that you know his name. Yeah, and then the, the yeah, it's just the, you getting all excited. I don't know. I was not a big Romo fan. And you know, it's funny. So many Cowboys fans were anti-Romo while he was playing, and now that he's a former player, it's like, Romo was suddenly like this great quarterback. I'm so like, many football fans in general. You don't have to be a Cowboys fan. Everyone hated him when he was playing. Like, no, no, no. I, I didn't really like Romo back then. Don't really care much for Tones Romes now. Well, I loved him then and now. But the CBS game is the Bengals and Joe Burrow being protected by three guys off the street and two starters at this point on the offensive line. Uh, going to Buffalo to take on the Bills. Ty, I, this if there's going to be a blowout this weekend, I, I think – the Jacksonville-Kansas City game will be closer than the Cincinnati-Buffalo game. Really? I just think the Bills with their defensive front, again, like I said, I don't know who the hell the Bengals are going to run out there in front of Joe Burrow on Sunday. I Wait, think that, so I, you're saying, I thought you said that Jacksonville and the Chiefs will be closer than Cincinnati and Buffalo? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I, I think the Bengals could get run out of whatever they're calling the stadium in Buffalo these days. I think they could get run out of there. You think the the spread's five and a half right now, dude? I would take the Bills to. I'm not a betting man, but if I if I was gonna make one bet this weekend, I would take Buffalo to cover that five. Okay, it's five like five it. and a half. Five and a half, yeah. I would, dude. I would take Buffalo to cover that five and a half. So hard, I, I could be dead wrong, but I just, man, any, you, talking about going on the road, divisional playoffs with a beat up patchwork offensive line. Joe Burrow's great, especially on third and 17 if he gets into the down and distance situation but man i just think the bills are just too good unless josh allen just turns it into like a turnover fest then things could get Which interesting kind of has done this year. maybe joseph osai gets a gets to josh allen a couple of times we'll see but i think that one could get out of hand and then tie the game of the weekend the dallas football cowboys on the road 5 30 on fox on sunday at the San Francisco 49er. Do you like the Cowboys? I do. This might be the game of my lifetime. No, Cowboys-wise. Uh, 
Just, just got Brock Purdy's got to look bad one of these days, and I really hope it's this I week. I don't want the Cowboys' demise to come at the hands of Pump Fake Purdy. He's got to revert back to Pump Fake Purdy at some point, doesn't he? He's gonna. Throw I know Kyle He's Shanahan's gonna throw at least good. one interception. I know Kyle Shanahan's good. He's good, not God. Like Pump Fake Purdy has to resurface at some point. He has to, right? I mean, he's turned the ball over in these games, too. These people haven't been talking about as much. Speaking of interceptions, by the way, uh, J. Ron Curse, a full participant in practice. That's, that's amazing. So he is good to go, according to Mike McCarthy. I saw that come down. No Jason Peters, half though, hour right? Ago. No Jason Peters. Uh, you have Tyler Smith at left tackle. Connor McGovern going in there at left guard. No longer the jumbo fullback, H-back, whatever whatever the heck Connor McGovern does. By the way, I do. I still contest the Cowboys. The Cowboys kept the wrong Connor. Should have done a little bit more to keep Williams. and Well, the, he's done great at center. I don't know if he was a great guard or tackle in the NFL. Well, McGovern's not giving you a whole lot, and I think that's going to – that's my big worry spot for Sunday. Yes. Charles Amenu and Hassan Ridgeway in that – I forget both of them. I'm looking at Charles Amenu and Hassan Ridgeway on that 49ers defensive front against that Cowboys offensive line. But, man, I'm a believer in Dak Prescott. Like, I, you know, I know there's some – like, to, you, to our point about Romo a second ago, like there's a lot of Cowboys fans that are down on Dak Prescott. Can't win a big game. What has he done in the playoffs? Really like to see Dak go on the road and lead the Cowboys to a win at Levi Stadium no longer. I can't play that at Candlestick. I didn't know until the other day, uh, Candlestick Park no longer standing. They demoed it's been it? Been torn down. Yeah. Yeah. I just flood the field, though, like make it just a swampy mess like it was for that 92 NFC Championship game. One of my favorite games I've ever watched. I still, if that thing's on like NFL Network or I pull up YouTube clips, I just love watching that game. Troy Aikman with that slant to Alvin Harper in the fourth quarter. It's before my time. Oh, man, those are the glory days, Ty. Those are the the great days to be a fan of the Cowboys. Uh, So there it is. So, Ty, you like the Chiefs over the Jags. I'm not going to disagree with you there. Giants, Eagles, did you pick a winner on that? I picked the Giants. Take the Giants, pull the upset. Uh, I'm going Bills large. I'm with you on that one. Uh, And you know what? Forget me being the pessimistic glass half full Cowboys fan. No sad Johnny Cash songs coming in here on Monday. As the great Wade Phillips once said, let the Cowboys ride. I want the Cowboys to go to San Francisco and get them a win. Yes. Let's go. By the way, you know it's the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers. The Cowboys don't play in Dallas, much like the 49ers don't play in San Francisco. Where Where is that? In Santa Clara. Santa Clara. How far away? I've never been to San Francisco. I don't know. I've been to San Francisco, the San Francisco Bay Area once. That was to cover that Cal-Texas game back in 2016. Davis Webb quarterbacking for Cal. Deontay Foreman, as he did a few times that year, rushing for a lot of yards in a Texas loss. And as P.J. Locke told me, uh, I think it was the year after, he's like, yeah, we thought we were great when we beat Notre Dame, then we went out to Cal and booed all over ourselves. So that's how I remember that Cal game, along with the press box view in Berkeley. That was, that was awesome. the first Texas is back. Right. Yeah, that was, uh, you can thank Joe Testator for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, that was an exciting game. Oh, it was great. I was down, down on the sideline standing on the goal line when that, uh, that Tyrone Swoops touchdown happened. wheeler It was great. It's great. And then who would have known a few months later, Texas would be losing on the road in Lawrence and Charlie Strong would be fired. Definitely didn't think that's how that thing was going to end. Uh, Coach Scooby on the Specs text line, 30 miles ties uh, Santa Clara from Santa Clara to San Francisco. So that's a little bit farther than Arlington to 
Dallas downtown area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's going to do it for our NFL playoff talk. Uh, I'll tell you what. We'll take the break a little bit early, come back. We've got a flex update. We've got a Longhorn notebook to get to. I want to get to some recruiting stuff. Uh, we'll do that coming up next here on Light the Tower. On the Horn, live, local, and digital. On the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Here on Light the Tower on the Horn, Jeff Howe, Ty Henderson, Craig Way out. Craig is on his way to Morgantown for that Texas men's basketball game tomorrow at West Virginia, 4.30 pregame, 5 o'clock tip here on the Horn and across the Austin Radio Network. Live from Morgantown, Craig and Eddie Oren on the call. Uh, got one text says, uh, why isn't Light the Tower ever uploaded on Spotify anymore? All the other shows are, but not Light the Tower. Ty, you said we were having some kind of Spotify issue or upload That's either, issue. That's uh... either... A, a me issue or something with megaphone. I'm I'm figuring out this today will be up. Okay, I'll, I'll make it that promise. Tyronius promises that the show will be up today. If not, uh, by the way, Ty. If not, you can uh, Ty. What's your Twitter handle? Texas guy Ty. Send your complaints there if it's not up. Uh, Ty. Somebody wanted to know uh, when we were talking about your, uh, you know, that whole deal about uh, you know your man card, your Texan card for using the the pellet grill. Somebody wanted to know pecan pie. How do you pronounce it? Is it p? How do you pronounce it? Do you pronounce it pecan or pecan or pecan? Pecan. It's pecan. Okay. Texter, I can't find your text to wherever that went, but you know if that's correct or not, whatever. Um, There's a lot of debate about that, though. I, what What is the correct pronunciation? I, I was trying to think. I mean, I've always said it that way, but I'm like my grandpa said pecan. I say I, pecan. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've never met anyone. Anytime anyone says pecan, I'm, it like stands out to me. I'm like, yeah. are you trying to say it that way? <laughs> are you trying? You trying to make me mad? No, I go pecan. What's your favorite pie, Ty? By the way, pumpkin. Okay, pumpkin pie sucks. So yeah. your your take is irrelevant. Sweet potato <laughs> pie. <laughs> um, my uh, my favorite pie. I like the uh, my wife's grandmother makes a really good buttermilk pecan pie. That has become my favorite pie. So pecans a a close second, and then apple, for me. All the berries, all the tart stuff. I don't like that. Yeah, you know what? I made a really good apple pie back in uh, back in home ec class in high school. Like the one, it's like the one thing I could do. Okay, Ty, is it a tank or a pond? What are we talking? Are we just talking about a little uh, your stock tank yeah, or stock? Yeah, pond? if it's on your property and it's yeah, I'd call that a tank. But if it's like a pond. At a park, I call that a pond, not a tank. That's uh, kind of what I'm going with. I mean, I don't, didn't know anybody else calls it anything different. So, any, any, anything else to add, Ty? Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think of if there's any more of those tomato tomato deals that I but I can't think of anything, anything off the top of my head. Okay, all right. Well, Ty uh, marinates on that. Let's go ahead and get to our flex update. 
Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to FLXATX.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit BrainVault.com and join the movement. All right, a uh, couple of notes. Uh, Connor Kenyon, the outstanding Bowie quarterback. Uh, this is all happening in the last couple of days. You can get to uh, FlexATX at FLXATX.com, at FLXATX on Twitter. Uh, Connor Kenyon, who's been a really, really productive player for Bowie over the last few years at the quarterback position, uh, just announced his commitment to Rhode Island. So his football career will continue. Shout out to uh, Connor Kenyon. Also missed this uh, the other day. Uh, Bo Edmondson, the Lake Travis quarterback, one-time Michigan State commitment, just offered by UNLV. Brennan Marion, the former Texas receivers coach, obviously familiar with high school football in the area. Uh, now he's the OC at UNLV. So Bo Edmondson, shout out to him for getting uh, the, uh, the UNLV offer. Uh, a lot of coaches still around the area, you know, making their rounds in January. Uh, saw Joey McGuire was at Round Rock, the Texas Tech head coach. Uh, also saw a couple days ago, Ty, uh, shout out Vandegrift head coach Drew Sanders, who joins us in the fall for our weekly coaches interviews. Uh, Jim Harbaugh was over at Vandegrift recently. So saw, uh, saw Coach Sanders and the folks at Vandegrift tweet out that picture. So a lot of good stuff happening. Kids in the Austin area getting exposure. Always love to see that happen. Also on the Twitter machine, uh, we got various polls going up uh, for high school basketball tonight, our 5A and 6A matchups. Uh, who do you think is going to win? Dripping Springs and, uh, and Buda Johnson, Westlake and Del Valley, Anderson and Aikens, Austin High and Bowie, Stony Point and Manor. Stony Point, by the way, really, really good chance uh, that they are maybe the 6A team that gives the Austin area the best chance on the boys' side uh, of advancing pretty far in the state tournament. Cedar Ridge, McNeil, Westwood, and Vandegrift, Vista Ridge, and Round Rock, Rouse, Liberty Hill, Leander, and Hayes, Layman, and Cedar Park, Glenn, and Lockhart, LBJ, and Northeast, which, by the way, I believe that's going to take place at the Delco Center. I got a text on that earlier. Uh, McCallum, and Navarro, Crockett, and Eastside uh, East uh, East Early College, Connolly and Eastview, Hendrickson, and Elgin, and Georgetown, and Bastrop. You can get over to... Uh, Flex ATX at FLXATX on Twitter and uh, vote on that. See what the see what the area is thinking right now. And that is your flex update for this hour. Come uh, find me at the Stony Point Manor game. I'll be up and around. Oh, you'll there be tonight. at Stony Point Manor. Yep. Nice, nice. Uh, any anything in particular, Tiger? Looking forward to there. Just a good game. I'm just starting to get more into the flex hoop side of things after football. Probably so. the best game in the area. That's what I've been told. So I'm gonna go check it out. I don't understand why it's in Round Rock. But because Maynard's the home team. Okay. Maynard's the home team? Yeah, but they're playing in Round Rock. Maybe it's a neutral side deal. I don't know. But if you're at the Stony Point Maynard game tonight, uh, go holler at Ty. He'll be the uh, the bearded gentleman. You're going to wear like some station paraphernalia or something so people can identify you? I'll wear my fansan media pass. Okay. There you but, go. Uh, I don't really – I've been wanting to get one of these horn hats for like a year and a half. You know, I've Ty, I've worked here for almost three years. I have not one single piece of swag from the horn. I think at this point I just have to go to the other office and get it myself. I think at this point you probably just need to ask someone for a logo and take it to a screen print shop or a t-shirt shop and just get it done yourself. Because I'd, right? I'd wear it all the time if I had it. I think, Shirts, uh, hats. 
I think that's uh, that's what's on there. All right, Ty. So this uh, this text says a pond is natural in nature, and a tank is man-made. Yes, that was my line of thinking. Okay, thank you for elaborating, Texter. Um, we got one texter, uh, John of the Bay, wants to know how's Morgantown? Is it comparable to how you describe Gerald uh, in terms of uh, the moonshine, the uh, nefarious activities, uh, the family tree not having any branches? Yeah, I think from that standpoint, it's pretty close. But you, know, you got mountains and a river and all kinds of natural scenery in Morgantown uh, that you don't get in Gerald. Uh, Ty Purple Buffalo's daddy. Uh, Figured out how to text on the rotary phone again this morning and uh, wants to know, Ty, is Florence the butthole of Texas? Only one correct answer. Uh, he says that it is. Go Cougs. He would actually be wrong. See, I wouldn't expect anybody from Gerald to have the kind of mental capacity or education foundation, educational foundation to be able to know parts of the anatomy because Gerald actually is uh, is the rectum of, te- of the state of Texas. They're uh, one of those truck stops in Gerald. That's where I used to I used to drive all the way up there to get beer when I was a senior in high school because that was one of the only places where I could buy without an ID. So thank you, Gerald, Texas. Ty, never utter those words on this show ever again, please. <laughs> was it Doc's? Was it Doc's truck stop back in know. the day? I don't know. Me and my friends always talk. Every time I drive through, though, I'm just like, oh, I, I remember those days because we drive, what, like an hour up there? About the only... The only good two good things that have ever happened in Gerald, uh, one, the fact that the Rat P gym has been shut down uh, and demolished, which needed to happen long, long before I ever played in that thing. And my my late father once met the late Merle Haggard at a truck stop in Gerald. So there you go. There's some positives come out of it. Just a couple of things. It's about it's about all the good I can say uh, for the city of Gerald. All right. Enough smack talking about Gerald, uh, the armpit of Texas, however you want to describe it in such unsavory terms. But let's go ahead and talk a little Longhorn football in this hour's edition of the Longhorn Notebook. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Uh, Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, BowersockTeam.com. She is your home loan expert. Let Aaron do for you what she did for Craig and Linda when they made the move to Georgetown. Craig has nothing but good things to say about that process, that home loan process, because Aaron and her team made everything so easy. It's BowersockTeam.com. Aaron Bowersock, she is your home loan expert. All right, I wanted to get to a couple more things that I didn't talk about uh, in the uh, didn't talk about it early on uh, in terms of our, our insider piece at Horns 24-7. I wanted to get some tidbits. We talked about the A.D. Mitchell situation and uh, just in terms of he's on campus right now and it just seems like a formality but nothing official on that that he joins the Texas football program. Needless to say, I don't want to belabor the discussion about the wide receiver position any more than I already have, but needless to say, that would be a massive pickup for the Longhorns if, in fact, it happened. Uh, just a couple of other tidbits from that insider piece. Gary Patterson, Ty, as of right now, as of this week, he's still in Austin, still working for the Longhorns. He's helping oversee winter workouts. He's evaluating recruits, and he's preparing to assist in the Junior Day program that Texas will hold tomorrow. Uh, verbatim from my colleague Chip Brown, quote, we'll take that as a positive sign that Patterson is in the UT fold moving forward. And again, what's key to remember about Gary Patterson College Football Hall of Fame is a really big deal to him. You have to be out of coaching, the full-time coaching position, for three years. So once that happens, and I've got, man, I've got to believe Gary Patterson is a first ballot guy to get into the College Football Hall of Fame. Just look at the resume, the body of work that he put together at TCU. Uh, so Gary Patterson, as far as we know, as of right now, 
uh, still on the 40 acres, still grinding away. And he's told people, and I've heard from people close to him, he said this on the record to us, uh, he really likes working for Steve Sarkeesian. And, and I think, you know, it doesn't hurt that his wife is a University of Texas alum, but what I've heard about Gary Patterson from the beginning is that the the, the idea of helping Texas get ready to make the move into the SEC and being able to be a part of that really excited him. And I think doing what he's doing with Sark, it really gets him back to his roots, kind of who he is, because you don't have to deal with the boosters. You're not on the road recruiting like you are as a head coach. You don't have to be visible all the time. Kind of just get to bury yourself in the film room. You get to help with talent evaluation. You get to do some self-scouting. Get to do opponent scouting. Really kind of all the nitty-gritty stuff that a lot of coaches like doing that, quite frankly, when you're the head coach, you don't have a ton of time to do. You have people to do that stuff for you. So Gary Patterson really seems to be enjoying his time at Texas, and as of right now, seems like he's on track to be back with the Longhorns for the 2023 season. Jalen Catalan is on campus. He's enrolled in classes, and he's going through winter workouts. Uh, again, I've said it before, I'll say it again. If he's right, those shoulder injuries aren't an issue. Those shoulder issues aren't an issue for him at Texas like they were at Arkansas. He's an All-American caliber safety. It could actually be an upgrade over what you got from Anthony Cook this year, and Anthony Cook had a hell of a year again. Shout-out to Anthony Cook playing the last five games of the season Ty, with a broken form. What was your injury as a senior, Ty? What did you have wrong with you? I tore my UCL, which is usually a you know baseball injury. You get that Tommy, Tommy John, John surgery. Did you have to have Tommy John? No. My doctor said, I mean, it was in my left arm. So I can't, I have nerve damage from my elbow to my fingertips. Um, that sounds side awesome. of my arm. But he was like, you know, this the surgery doesn't usually, the success rate of the surgery isn't very high. It's like 65% or something like that. And it's your left hand. So unless you decide to all of a sudden switch like a left-handed pitcher or something, you don't really need it. Okay. So I, I forgot if yours was shoulder or elbow. But Jalen Catalan, uh, you know, if he makes it through – well, what I was going to say about the the injury, uh, you play, and you play the game. Coach Dodge lets you play a little bit, right? No, I, play, I played like the whole second half. Okay. Um, I was crying on the field, though. Hurt so bad. <laughs> what do you think about Anthony Cook playing the last five games with a broken forearm? That's That's tough. Because yeah. I've broken my forearm too, and there was not a chance. Dude, how many football injuries you got, Tyronius? What run run them down for me? Uh, so in seventh grade, I snapped my forearm. Both, Jeez, what is that? Tibia and fibia? No, that's that's in your leg. Uh, ulna, ulna. Yeah, you, the two you bones your in your forearm, arm. Yeah. Ty, that's that's yeah. good enough. Where, where my finger, my was index just finger, like a clean, just a clean fracture. No, it was pointing the other way. Dude, gross. And that all happened right. in Marble Falls, so I had to drive all the way back to Austin uh, to get, you know, some doctor help. And then the some elbow, the elbow. Coach said it's okay for the bone to come out of the arm. But okay, anyway. And then I had a, a few concussions and some shoulder injuries as well. Yeah, I, you know, the concussion thing and then the shoulders popping out of the sockets is. I had a couple of those instances. Uh, hairline fracture of the ankle at one point in time. Uh, I think that's your radius and your ulna. Thank yes. you, D. Fry. Thank you for that. Um, got the concussion thing. Did have to take an ambulance ride once upon a time. I had the old uh, neck and spinal compression thing going on, and I just got that burning sensation in like my arms and you know, my feet were all tingly. So they had to take me to the hospital to make sure I was I was good. But that was like one of you know. I've heard people, I've heard Steve Austin when he got dropped on his head describing it's really the same thing. It's just like a big gong goes off, and then like you wake up, it's like, 
you know, I don't, there's all kinds of out of it. So that's probably the worst one that I dealt with other than, uh, a lot of ankle stuff. Come to find out, I've been, you know, I found this out probably about 10 years ago. It turns out I've been an arthritis sufferer my whole life. I'm like, oh, that makes sense why everything just aches, hurts all the time and hurt, you know, back when I was in middle school and I wasn't, you know, milking anything. It's like just felt stiff all the time. But yeah, so there you go. Uh, again, radius and ulna. Ty, that's coming from an orthopedic surgeon. I'm not sure if this is the surgeon. Did you have to have surgery on that forearm? Uh, no. Yeah. It was very close. I didn't. And then I, so actually one of the parents of one of my teammates when it happened, uh, he was a better, he was a doctor overseas in the army for a long time. So he put a splint on and then they, they said I could go to Marble Falls and stay there overnight or drive back to Austin, drove back to Austin. And then another one of my friends growing up's dad came to the, the hospital and reset it and fixed, fixed it right up. I did miss like two weeks of school though. It was pretty bad. Nice. You know what happened to me after I had the uh, spinal compression deal, the neck compression? I had to go to the hospital that night. It was rough. You know what happened to me the next day? What? Mom made me go to school. I was far too drugged up to be it was, to be at She's school. like, it's picture day. I'm like, I can retake them later in the year. Now it's picture day. You got to go. Fine. I'll walk very, very slow and be very, very sluggish, and it'll be very, very painful. But, yes, because you desperately need – picture day to go off without a hitch i'll drag myself to my school. senior year of high school i didn't realize that that's the only year where you have to provide your own photo for the yearbook because you know you dress up and a suit or something Put on, no you just throw on the little you know it's almost like a smock thing like yep. you can wear whatever well, I, I wasn't aware of that so I, I don't have a picture in my senior yearbook so ty, have a quote, ty but, henderson's missing from the uh from the Westlake High School yearbook. What was your senior quote? Oh, it wasn't a quote, I was, but I was voted most likely to get famous and die young, which I thought was a kind of a backhanded that's, comment about me. the hell y'all voting on over at Westlake, man? I, I don't know. That's another thing is I never saw the, the poll or any of these questions, and then I opened up the yearbook the day we got them, and it was like, like oh, oh glad, glad to know that's what everybody yeah, thought yeah, of me. Thanks Sweet. very highly of me. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Texture says, thankfully, neither of you guys tore your ACL your senior. No, my, uh, my wife has had an ACL tear, and that looked like it sucked something fierce. So That's why I don't ski. Yeah, don't uh, don't really do anything. You know my, what my biggest injury fear is? The Achilles injury. Yeah, because I hear that's the most painful. I mean, that just looks like it sucked. I mean, I've talked to Jonathan Gray and Jordan Hicks and guys that have had it done. Like, you just fall down, and you're like, dude, did somebody kick me? And then the rehab from an Achilles is just sounds like it's it's awful. Uh, again, getting back to Texas football, uh, shout-out. Uh, just got a text from uh, Brian Spielis. Shout-out to you, sir. Uh, if we had had Brain Vault, our sponsor for our Flex segment, if we had had Brain Vault back in the day, concussions might not have been as big of an issue. Concussion protocol actually, like, came into place when I was in middle school. I remember <laughs> before that they were like, oh, just take, a, take a day off dude, and you'll play next week. I'm at the very end of the time where, like, water during practice was a reward. Nope, that was the same here. The The Westlake coaching staff before Todd Dodge, it was it was like, water's for the week. Yeah. Fight through it. Yeah, water was a reward. At least we didn't have salt tablets and then, on the and then, Cor- and then Corey Stringer died. And it's like, oh, you mean you can? It's not, hey, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. No, this actually can kill you, as it turns out. Well, especially so. in the summers here where it's like 125 degrees on the turf fields. I hated, I hated when like I'd come home between a two-a-days practice and my mom would be like, why are you craving cold stuff? Are you dehydrated? I'm like, yeah, I was on a hay field that's probably about 120 right now. I'm a little parched. 
So, yeah, they didn't have two days by the time no. we got there. It was just one one long practice. Um, we've also got some stuff uh, in the Insider about uh, the uh, the connections that Chris Jackson, the Jacksonville Jaguars head coach, has that run deep through the Texas staff. Uh, so you can get over there and check that out. Uh, also, uh, some updates on Junior Day. Let's just run down a list real quick. And again, you can get more on on the. Uh, in the insider, including a tidbit on Texas and Oklahoma, the what's the latest on them uh, trying to get out of the Big Twelve and head to the SEC? Uh, we got a little bit on that, so you can go to Horns twenty four seven and uh, check out the insider and get updated on that. Normally, in this spot, we would visit with Mike Roach, uh, our recruiting editor at Horns twenty four seven. But Mike has uh, some things going on today; can't join us. But uh, we got a list going on at Horns twenty four seven of uh, of all the kids that are going to be visiting for Junior Day. I'll just run down Ty uh, some of the local products. That are going to be visiting the Longhorns this weekend. Tyler Knapp uh, from Westlake, who was uh, on our All Flex team on the offensive line. Uh, Blake Frazier from Vandegrift, who was uh, an All Flex finalist for the offensive line. Ori Williams from San Marcos. Michael Uni from Coppers Cove. He was on the preseason. Both of those guys were on the preseason watches. So Ori Williams just got. Uh, who just offered Ori Williams? Maybe Texas A and M just offered. I forgot who just offered Ori Williams, but he just picked up uh, a really big offer. Those are some of the. Uh, the big-time prospects that will be. Marcus Boswell, the linebacker from Lake Travis, will be there this weekend. A little bit out of the area, Kobe Black, who might be the number one prospect in the state of Texas in the class of 2024 defensive back uh, out of Waco Connolly. Same school that uh, Jelani McDonald, the Texas signing in the 20, uh, 2023 class, went to. Again, these are 2024s. Uh, and then you go down in the class uh, of you've got some 2025 and some 2026 prospects going to be on campus. So uh, getting those offensive line prospects from the area, uh, it's really important not to miss on those big guys. I know Kyle Flood likes large humans. Uh, all, recruiting along the lines of scrimmage, it has been more of a priority under Steve Sarkeesian, and it's going to be a priority every year. Uh, I don't think Sark wants to get back to where – Texas was when he took the job, and and, you, and I don't think anybody listening to this wants Texas to be where they've been pretty much for the last like 15 or so years where you're just constantly having this churn through the offensive line. You're having to rush guys. Guys aren't getting developed. Hopefully that changes over the long haul under Sark and Kyle Flood. They're off to a good start, but some really, really good offensive linemen in the area right in their backyard that they can go pluck for the class of 2024 and beyond. Again, you can get over to Horns 24-7 check out the full junior day list there on the site. We'll take a break, come back, close out the Friday edition and our broadcast week here on Light the Tower on the Horn, live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. All right, a couple of quick programming notes coming up this weekend. Don't forget Texas men's basketball tomorrow from Morgantown, Texas and West Virginia, 4.30 on the pregame here on the Horn and across the Austin Radio Network, 5 o'clock with the tip, Craig Way and Eddie Orn on the call from Morgantown. And then it'll be Craig on the call on Sunday, the Texas women, Vic Schaefer and company, heading up I-35 to Waco to take on Baylor. That is a uh, 3.30 pregame. Four o'clock tip for that one at the Farrell Center. Ty, thank you so much for doing a great job this week. No problem, thank you. I was waiting for the waiting for. The, and, and we got a lot of stuff on the specs text line we couldn't get to, but I'll get to Stoners. Uh, did Ty get a ribbon for the Live Fast and Die Young Award and then throw it in the trash? Uh, no, I got no award for that. And D Fry, I'll let D Fry have the parting shot. He says, "Purple Buffalo's daddy was voted most likely to succeed." Shows the qu- educational quality of Gerald ISD. Thank you, D. Fry. 
appreciate that. I'll let that be the parting shot for the week. Great job by Ty. Uh, thanks to uh, our guests throughout the week. Uh, thanks to everybody here at the station uh, for making this thing happen. And don't forget, we keep the live local programming rolling uh, up next at the top of the hour with Chad and Zay. For the absent Craig Way, for Ty Henderson, I am Jeff Howe. Thank you so much for listening to today's show, and we will be back on Monday to light the tower on the horn, live, local and digital, on the horn app and at hornfm.com.